Well, happy Wednesday to everybody. Um, welcome again to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. Uh, we're glad that you tuned in uh, today. Uh, my name is Tom Jostra, and I've had my better half with me for Monday and Tuesday, and now we're back together on Wednesday. So hello to you again, Laurie. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so um, on Monday, you kind of shared a little bit about our family. Yeah, yesterday you shared a little bit about um, our work, what you, especially what you do as Zealand Christian. Um, I'm wondering whether you could share with our listeners today something that we like to do, kind of like just for fun. Um, there's quite a few things we like to do, but one of the things we love to do is we love to go camping, and we always have. Um, but the kids, we had a pop-up camper for. 21 years when we tented before then with the kids, but when uh, Emily came number four, we didn't have room for the tents and four children in the van. So we had to get a trailer and I said, it's going to be one we're sleeping in. So we went with the pop-up and we had that one for 21 years, took it all over the country. That was our hotel. But anyway, it was great. And two, what, two Novembers ago? Yep. We bought a new trailer that actually has a bathroom, Yay. which is fabulous. But um, yeah, we love to do that. We um, will be taking it out to Colorado um, because Anna doesn't really have a good place for us to stay with her. So then we bring our little house with us yeah. and hope to, yeah, see a lot of other places. It's just nice to be in nature. It's very relaxing. There's no TV. There's no... Very little electronics, and yeah, yeah. it's just a really good time to be in nature and yep. see different places. We have a lot of good memories as a family. Oh, we do camping a lot. Do you remember, can you recall like one one of your favorite trips or one of the favorite places where where we camped? <clears throat> favorite one, um, or just one of the fun places we've been to? Oh, I think when we went out to South Dakota mm. and we stayed in. Custer, yeah, Custer State Park, State or something. Park, and that's where the buffalo yeah. roam, roam through there. That that was cool. Yeah, it was really cool. We went to Mount Rushmore, and yeah, that was a good trip. It was a good trip. I remember when the kids were small, we took them on an Abraham Lincoln. Oh trip. yeah, that was beautiful. And we too. went down into Kentucky fun. to see his birthplace, and into Southern Indiana to see where he grew yeah. up, and you know, that was kind of fun. It was fun too. Just bring the pop up along. Yep, and we did the. Mammoth Caves. That's LA. right. That's right. I tell you, we could go on and on. I know. But anyway, anyway, camping, we love camping. to do. We, we love, love to, camp. to camp. And we love the fact that we have a, a trailer trailer instead of a <laughs> yeah, pop-up trailer. Yeah, a real trailer, trailer and a bathroom. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So um, like we've said all week long, one of the best ways to grow as a disciple is to spend time in God's word um, and to reflect on it and to figure out what is he trying to tell me. Um with this Bible passage. And so that's why uh, we at Victory Point have this daily Bible reading plan so that together we can read um, similar passages and together we can um, talk about what God is saying and about what God is reminding us of. And so that's what we're going to do today. Um, our passage is uh, 1 John 3, verses 16 to 24. And um, after Lori reads it, then we'll just do like what we normally do and just talk about um, what's, you know, what the Lord is telling us or what he's reminding us of, um, what's coming to our attention, um, 
we'll just kind of do a little discussing together. So, Lori, can you read the passage today, please? All right. First John 3, 16 through 24, and this is the New International Version. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. If anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, do not love with words or speech, but with action and in truth. This is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. If our hearts condemn us, we know that God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. Dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because he commands he because we keep his commandments and do what pleases him. And this is his command to believe in the name of his son Jesus Christ and to love one another as he commanded us. The one who keeps God's commands lives in him and he in them. And this is how we know that he lives in us. We know it by the spirit he gave us. All right. So what's something that grabbed your attention when you read that? Um, well, verse 17 is quite like, oh, my goodness. Um, you know, if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need but has no pity on them, how can they... Um, how can the love of God be in that person? Which is like, okay, you really got to think about that. And it's like, have I been loving people the way I should be loving people? And that almost goes back to Psalm 23 yeah. on um, Tuesday, you know, like how we, we can be green pastures for people. You right. know, we can be right. people that refresh others. And that this is an example of, of not being the green pasture, right? If you, right. if you have the means and you see a need, right? But then don't do anything. Well, and I think um, you know how do how do we lay down our lives? What does that mean? Yeah. And um, I think it's just serving others um, without thought of getting anything back. Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes when you say you lay down your lives, you think that that's like if you're so literal. Um, but yeah, it's just serving, right? Right. That's a verse 16, right? We yep. ought to lay down our lives. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And then, so my question for me to think through is, you know, how clearly do my actions say that I really love others? Hmm. That's a good question for all of us, right? Yeah. How, how do our actions? Right. And honestly, my actions, there's times when a lot of times that doesn't show that I love others. Right. Right. But I think that's something we have to constantly remind ourselves. Because we have our own agendas. Yeah, we do. <laughs> and and you have this, okay, this is what I got to do today. And you forget about the person that might be hurting and needs to talk to you. or mm -hmm. Right. Somebody who might just need stop and help them pick up what they dropped. Right. You know, it could be as simple as that. But sometimes we get in our own little world. Right. Um, along along the same line, verse 18, I I'd written myself a little note here. Um says, dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. I'm like, really? We're not supposed to love with words? 
we're not supposed to live with our with our speech, right? Because let us not love with words of speech. But then <clears throat> I read a different translation, the New Living Translation, and it says, let us not merely love with words oh, yeah. or speech. So yes, we can love with our words. We can love with our speech. Um, but actions are so much better than just right. doing it with your words or well, doing it with I speech. read somewhere too that real love <clears throat> is an action, not a feeling. Okay, that's good. An action, not a feeling. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh, let's see here. Something else that I kind of wrote a note on here. <clears throat> Verse 19 says, this is how we know that we belong to the truth and how we set our hearts at rest in his presence. And I circled the words at rest. Because um, I think there's a lot of times when we as Christians um, come before God and we're not really at rest because we're feeling... Um, guilty about something or we're just feeling, I don't know, that we don't quite measure up, you know? And so there's a little colon there, okay, right after presence. So this is how we know that we belong to the truth and that and how we can set our hearts at rest in God's presence. But then I got kind of confused. I'm like, okay, so how can we set our hearts at rest? Then I kind of got confused in verse 20 and 21. It says, if our hearts condemn us, that sounds like a bad thing, right? right? We know that God is greater than our hearts and he knows everything. And then, dear friends, if our hearts do not condemn us, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a better thing. Uh, we have confidence before God and receive from him anything we ask because we keep his commands to do what pleases him. So I kept going back and forth, like our hearts condemn us in verse 20. Our hearts do not condemn us in 21. But both of those can be ways that we can come before God and set our hearts at rest in his presence. Again, that New Living Translation kind of shed a little light on that. Because it says something like, even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings and he knows everything. So we can come before God if we're feeling guilty about something. Right. I mean, we just celebrated a little while ago, Easter, and you know, Good Friday and Easter. Okay. And all of our sins have been taken care of. Right. Right. And so we may be feeling guilty, but we can still come before God and and, and be bold in his presence and to be... Um, what was it again? To be to be at rest in his right. presence. Right. Or 21, it says, even if we don't feel guilty, we can come to God with bold confidence. So that, that just um, shed a little bit more light on it when I looked at a different version. Um, we can come before him if we feel guilty. That's okay. Right. We can come before him if we don't feel guilty. That's okay. But either, whichever way we're feeling, we can still be at rest in his presence because Jesus has taken care of our sins if we're feeling guilty about anything. And we can be confident uh, when we stand before him, when we pray to him. And um, yeah, so those, that was just something else that popped up to me. Anything else from your end there? Well, I just have that, that very last sentence, we know it by the spirit he gave us, which just tells me we really can't do it on our own. Again, the spirit is the one that helps us through all this right. stuff. Right, right. So... Um, yeah, and then one final thing I noticed is that 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 name, right? Verse twenty-two, or is it? We receive from him anything we ask because we keep his commands and do what pleases him. Um, and again, it's because of that powerful name of Jesus. Yes. Okay. And, and on Monday, the passage we read on Monday talked about the name of Jesus. You know, and that's how Peter and John could be so bold is because they healed in the name of Jesus, and they could come before Caiaphas and the other priests, you know, in the name of Jesus. And so that, that name of Jesus is so powerful. 
so we can claim that name, you know, when we are feeling down or when, or when we need some boldness or some extra um, encouragement, we can claim that name of Jesus because we're sons, right? And we're daughters mm -hmm. of our Heavenly Father. Exactly. So, any last minute things here before we um, sign off, Lori? I don't think so. All right. Would you like to close us out with a blessing for today? Certainly. Until then, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you peace. All right. See you back here tomorrow.